You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Thanks for checking out this recording on Lone Star Community Radio. This is Dick, the general manager of Lone Star Community Radio, and I wanted to give you a quick reminder of what's going on with us for the month of September. A new show has been added to our lineup. The Good News with Ted Cox is going to be on Tuesdays from 1 to 3 p.m. during our talk block. And also joining the talk block is going to be Mornings with Lone Star. Every weekday from 10 to 11 a.m., Mornings with Lone Star will extend their normal programming for music into talk. That's right. Starting from now on, from 8 to 11 a.m., Mornings with Lone Star. First two hours, music, talk, fun. And then from 10 to 11, more nitty-gritty talk radio for you. Also extending their time slot is going to be our favorite Saturday morning show, Grit and Grace. They're going to be extending their hours from 8 to 10 a.m. every Saturday morning for you. Also, the last reminder is we still have plenty of talk slots available for those who want to be a talk show host and also volunteer DJs for music. If you're interested in those kind of things, please let the studio know at lscrstudios at gmail.com or call the station at the message line at 936-647-3776. Thanks again for checking out Lone Star Community Radio, and I hope you enjoyed the show. It is Friday, and you know what that means. Time to giddy up with a little yee-haw and stuff like that. Fridays are when I'm crazy. I'm perfectly normal every other day, and you know that. We were just talking about, don't y'all like my music on my show? That Ezra Charles boogie-woogie just gets you going. I got two guests over here. One of them's smiling, laughing. Yeah, the other one's looking at me like, yeah, let's go back to that crazy part. She's like, yeah, you're, you're a freak. I'm, I'm good with that. Folks, it's Friday morning. And it's a beautiful day. I have no idea what the weekend's going to be like, but get out and do something. Get out and have some fun. And if you really want to have a lot of fun, get out and see if somebody needs a hand. Get out and see if somebody's still got some storm damage. Maybe somebody's walking down the street and just doesn't look real happy. Tell them hello. Stop and say hi. Maybe get out and pick up some supplies and take it to a relief center. If you know somebody that's been hurt in the storm, maybe... Go by and take them lunch or something. But but do something good and fun and positive this weekend. I've got to do it, Jake. i got to do it. i got to say hello to everybody, right? I'm waiting for my, hello, my very special one. Hello, Woodlands. Hello, Tamina. Good morning, Montgomery. Good morning, Magnolia. New Waverly. Willis. Good morning, Splendor. Cut and shoot. Cut and shoot, Texas. Giddy up. And uh, I forgot somebody. Cleveland? No? I don't normally say Cleveland. Cleveland. New Caney? Did I say New Caney? Conroe, downtown Conroe. I always do that because we're right here. Folks, if you're tuning in for the first time, Eric Estes, hello, dude. How are you? You better be listening because I bet Candace, your model wife, is. Folks, this is Lone Star Community Radio. It's a small little, hello, community radio. Okay. Uh, So it's not like K-Star. It doesn't go all the way down to to the Gulf. However, it's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, which is also the emergency broadcast network for this area. But IRLoneStar.com. Go online. We've got people listening to us in Afghanistan. Afghanistan. So um, we got a lot. We, we got a lot of places, a lot of ways to get out there. We're also uh, Google Play and iTunes. Download the app. Go to IRLoneStar.com and download the app. Uh, we're also YouTube video. So Lone Star Community Radio has a YouTube channel. Montgomery County Lifestyle has a YouTube channel. So go to Montgomery County Lifestyle YouTube, and you get to see all the shows that we've had. Um, then it comes out the next week on Channel 12, Suddenlink. So if you're thinking about uh, being a sponsor of either, like my show, Montgomery County Lifestyle, Nathan Erzati, which I'd love to have you do that, or any of the other programs that Lone Star Community already puts out, you get a lot of exposure. But the most important thing is you're supporting community radio, You're supporting community events. You're supporting the community. That's the biggest bang right there. So 
A lot going on this weekend. Uh, I don't know everywhere to send you. I have not. I left my laptop somewhere else besides here. Normally I have it up and I can scroll through the events. But I do know what's coming up next weekend. September 30th is an intimate evening with Ricky Skaggs at the Crichton Theater. It's going to be awesome. Ricky Skaggs, he's a legend. He's an icon. Bluegrass, gospel. That little mandolin. It's just awesome, man. But there's going to be a free street party put on by the Friends of Conroe, the people that bring you the Catfish Festival and the people that started just an incredible grassroots movement of disaster relief and, and feeding people uh, here after Hurricane Harvey. So right here, right downtown, these streets are going to be blocked off. We're going to have a food truck, cold beverages. We're going to have Caleb and the homegrown tomatoes out there from 6 to 7.30. Then the doors open at 8 at the Crichton Theater. Show starts at 8.30. And uh, I'm your MC. That's right. I'm your MC. So make plans. Go to CrichtonTheater.org and get your tickets now. Tickets are flying off the shelf. Then October 7th, championship bull riding out at the fairgrounds. Big. 24 of the rankest bulls. I'm talking about 1,800 to 2,000-pound bulls and, and 24 of the top-ranked cowboys. In fact, the top two or three ranking one, two, and three or one, I think one, two, and three are going to be there unless, God forbid, something happens along the way. So it's going to be a night that's just, if you've never seen bull riding, you got to go. And we're talking 24 bulls. And um, all school teachers get in free. All first responders, police, fire, EMTs get in free. All active and veteran military get in free. So call your brother, call your sister, call your grandpa, call your friends, call your neighbors, put it on Facebook, especially teachers. Teachers have been through so much lately. Get out there and have some fun. And then the following weekend is the big daddy of them all, Conroe Cajun Catfish Festival, October 13, 14, 15. Go to com. Go to the Facebook page. Get your tickets now. And just look at the lineup. Aaron Watson, Stoney LaRue. Um, God, who else? Tracy Bird. And on and on. Gene Delafosse. For the Cajun stuff, man. It's just awesome. So make plans to do that. All right. We're going to take a quick little break. And, folks, when we come back, here's the guest I've got for you today. We've got Tara Trevino, a good friend of mine. Has a beautiful, wonderful, smart, intelligent daughter. Um, they lost their house. They lost everything. I mean, just gone. We're going to talk about what that felt like. We're going to talk about how it happened. We're going to talk about afterwards. We're going to talk about her incredible attitude. Her house was gone. She couldn't get into it, and she was at the Friends of Conroe Relief Center when we were at the VFW, and her and her daughter were there volunteering to take care of others, even though her house was gone. And then we've got Dennis. No, he's not the menace. I'm the menace. Dennis is here, and Dennis was going to volunteer. His wife works for FEMA. He was going to help her out. She ended up going somewhere else, and so he has been with us for two weeks, six days a week, volunteering, driving everywhere loading unloading the guy sweats about a gallon of sweat a day or more it's, these are the stories stories from the storm stories of hope so you listen to Montgomery County Lifestyle Nathan Erzati we'll be right back you're complaining about the wreck you're in but you'll pedal to the metal if you want to win cause it's drive time in a metro world yeah it's drive don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question, comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or 
call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM and internet radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Alrighty, folks, we are back. Oh, and what I forgot to show you was, look at this. What is that? It's beef jerky, man. It's spicy and regular. That's my snack for the day. The food bank sent us two pallets. And when I say two pallets, I mean, Dennis, how many bags do you think we got? Like 500 million or something? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> thousands, thousands. Thousands and thousands. But guys, this bag right here is 24 grams of protein. It doesn't taste as good as some of the store-bought stuff. And even though it's still got kind of high sodium, it has half the sodium of the store-bought stuff. So that's probably why. So you ask yourself, well, what good is that? Man, when you have nothing to eat or when you're sleeping on the floor and, and you're not cooking, there's protein right there, buddy. You probably could eat three bags a day and it's like a meal. Now, you'd lose weight and you're... Tongue wouldn't like you because there's not enough flavor, but that's some good stuff right there. Thank you, Food Bank. We're going to get that out in the field today. All right, let's dive right in. Tara, thanks for being here. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Tara, give us a quick little, hey, Constable Cash. Yep, Constable Philip Cash got his gun and belt on and everything. I bet he's got bullets in that gun. How you doing? Here you go. I'm going to vote for you next time you run. <laughs> so, uh, uh, guys, you, you have to see that. The window's open, people walk by, and Constable Cash is just a good dude. Um, tell us real quickly a little bit about you, like who you are. Tell us about Kaylee and stuff like that. Let's get to know you, and then let's dive into your story. So, um, my husband and I have grown our family in Conroe. We've been here the entire time we've been married. We have two kids that are uh, go to Conroe High School. My daughter's a senior. Kaylee will be—she's um, a senior. Tommy's a junior. Um, we volunteer at the school as much as we possibly can. We love the school. We love the administration. We love our community. Um, we bought our house about 18 years ago from my mom, um, and it had flooded in 94, and they said it was the great 100-year flood, and <laughs> so we thought we were good. And last year it flooded with about three feet of water, mm. and um, three to four feet. Um, we were okay, though. You know, we I, I made it a... A happy moment and I was getting a new kitchen and new floors and I was going to be okay and this year we you know we were watching the charts I got pretty good at watching those you got those good. river I charts watched your post. <laughs> you know you would you would post it's going to be at 120.1 feet yes. and and blah I mean I just I, you 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 had it down to a science yeah I got really good at watching the the release from the lake and the the prediction lines from the San Jacinto River Authority um, and looking off the historic crests and we didn't flood three years ago when it got a little close and, you know, watching those numbers and I got pretty good at that. So I was watching the numbers and I, I knew we were in trouble. Um, when they came out with a, a prediction, when they finally came out with a prediction line, I knew we were in trouble. Um, and it looked like it was going to be as bad as it was last year. And so we started, you know, getting stuff together and we had within ma a minutes, we had friends and, and neighbors that were there to help us get what we could out of the house and, my mom's house is next door and it's 12 feet off the ground. So we moved stuff over there. We got a storage unit. You know, we just um, did as much as we possibly could. Well, and I want to back up on that. You've got a lot of friends. A lot of people care about we you. Do. But you also have a wonderful social media Facebook network. Because mm -hmm. I was watching you and you put out a cry for this and that and bam, 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 bam. Yeah. You know, everybody had it filled and, and you needed this and bam, 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 bam. You had all people, people in line. To help you. Yeah. And I really saw Facebook take on a positive role that for, for a while leading up, it turned so negative. Everybody fighting and biting and right. accusing. And you had an incredible network. We did. You know, all I did was put that one post out. I didn't call anybody. I didn't text anybody. I just, I put that post out and I put my phone down. And in a matter of 20 minutes, we probably had 30 people at our house. We had two trailers and trucks. We had, I mean, people were bagging stuff. They were cleaning stuff. They were pulling stuff out of our yard. You know, 
I mean, just everything. We had our cats were gone at a friend's house. I don't even know how that <laughs> happened. My daughter took care of that. I just turned around. I'm like, where are the cats? And Kaylee's like, Lindsay has them. It's okay. Like, I don't, I didn't oh, know. That's right. Yeah. yeah Lindsay yeah, took our Lindsay cats had. and, um, the dogs didn't eat them? No, no. You know, we didn't know what we were going to do. Lindsay and, has two dogs that are like horses, man. Oh, man. Yeah. No, that she took the cats and um, we, you know, had everything squared away and everything was done within a matter of Didn't three you hours. post a picture of the empty house? Mm-hmm. And, and I don't remember your exact words, but you were proud that it was empty so quickly and the friends helped you. But what a moment to know what, what was going to happen. Yeah, I was sitting on the edge of my... Um, my living room, my fireplace juts out, and I was sitting on the on my fireplace when I took that picture, and I thought, well, we're going to be okay. You know, I'll get new kitchen cabinets this time. I didn't get them last time. I'll get them this time, you know. And um, we had put a lot of stuff up in the house um, mm-hmm. on the tops of uh, closets, on the tops of my cabinets, in the, tops, in the, in the upper cabinets. Um, we had done a lot of that because we only got three to four feet last time, and the prediction line showed it was only going to be about a foot to two foot at that time. Um, so we were going to be fine. I, you know, I got new kitchen cabinets this time. That was, that was what I was holding on to. And we went to go over to my mom's that night and we stay the night at my mom's, um, woke up the next morning. Prediction line still was holding true. We were okay. Um, at some point that afternoon, I don't remember when I, I was checking it on the hour. The, the updates come out hourly. And I, I checked it and I it jumped. It had a huge jump and it jumped to be worse than 1994 flood. And um, in 94, the water was to the my roof level of the house we live in. And my mom's house, which is 12 feet off the ground, you couldn't put two fingers underneath her house without hitting water. Uh, that house actually burned in the late 80s, and when they rebuilt, they made them build it to flood spec. Said that if the dam even broke, the water wouldn't be higher than that at any moment. This is this was flood specs, and I seen that it was going to be worse than 94, which put water in my mom's house. And we had the current at the ed, where it comes through our neighborhood is extremely strong. And if water came in her house, we were worried that her house was going to fall down. I mean, it's wow. 12 feet off the ground. It's built wow. like solid, mm-hmm. but it's on, you know, pylons. So it's a possibility. And we didn't have a way to get out. Um, so we knew we had to get out then. We had a matter of about 15 minutes before the roads were going to be impassable. We couldn't pass it. So we couldn't get anything else out of my house. We could really just get what we needed out of my mom's house. Loaded the cars. We made a cry for one more cry for help and were answered with some friends of ours who had a condo that wasn't being rented and we could go stay there. Um, Cause not only do we had, did we have seven people? We had seven dogs. <laughs> My wow. sister rescues pit bulls. We have three rescues. Um, and not everybody's going to take three giant pit bulls. Um, so we were, you know, we were lucky to be able to take them. And so we took off and were able to make it there and kind of rested that night. And then I seen your posts and went from there. Wow. So, we volunteered at the VFW Hall. We um, we went up there and helped, and it it helped. It it helped keep my mind off of what was going on at home. I I didn't know we because we we weren't able to see anything, um, so we just helped others and put together sanitation kits and you know folded clothes and made food and <laughs> um, we did that for I think two days. My my daughter, my mom, myself, my son. Um, my husband actually worked during that time. He was able to get to work, and we knew we were going to need him to take some time off, so it was best for him to work. Right. And um, then that next, I think it was like two days later, we were able to get back into the house. We waited in, and when I walked into my house, um, I've been in flood houses before. I went through the 94 flood, 96 flood, last year's flood. I've been in flood houses. It was 10 times worse than I could ever imagine. My ceiling... Um, turns out we had really bad roof damage. We didn't know. When we were evacuating, we thought we did, but we weren't sure because it was storming so hard when we were evacuating. Uh, The ridge vents along my roof were ripped off, um, and there's two spots where water just poured in, in the living room, in my bedroom, and in the hallway. how high was the water? We don't actually have a water line, which is really odd. And that the from what we've heard, it's because we were getting water from both ends, from water coming up and the water coming in the house. Um, we know that it was over the tops of the windows. It was uh, about a foot in my mom's house, which is 12 feet off the ground. So that was 13 feet. Now Uh. she's at a little bit of a higher elevation than we are. Um, so, you know, when I walked in it, the ceiling had fallen, the air conditioner had fallen, all the vents were gone. 
uh, four windows were busted. The doors were knocked over. The kitchen cabinets were ripped off the wall. Um, it was awful. It almost looked like your ha- the house burned down, but there was no char marks on anything. That was the only way I could explain it. Um, and I just kind of stood in my, my dining room looking at my husband, and I'm like, how does this even happen? Like, what what happened in here? I don't understand. I, you know, I'd been in flood houses before. I knew what I was going to look at when I walked through that door, but this was not what I was expecting. Um, and then, you know, my mom, we always joke she had the only ark in the entire neighborhood, you know, and she had a foot, at least a foot of water in her house. God. So it's just, it's been, it's been a long road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how did you keep it together? I mean, what's, what's, what's kept this together for you? Because I'll be honest with you, some of the things that, I've seen just a little bit, mainly pictures. Dennis has been out making deliveries and, and picking up stuff and doing stuff, and I, I haven't had a chance to get out. I can't fathom. I'll be real honest with you. I I don't know how I would handle that. I mean, I'm not Because saying... I saw the pictures of your house. Right. I, 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 I can't even say it. I don't even know if I would even know where to begin. Um. It, at first, you don't. You just kind of stand in the in your house and go, I don't even know what to touch first. <laughs> um, our house, we knew from the very beginning at, when we first walked in that we weren't going to be able to repair it. That there's massive foundation damage. There's, um, it's a, We have a fully brick house on a cement slab, and it was shifted back. <laughs> um, it, there is on the cement. Um, so we knew from the get-go we were not going to be able to repair it. We didn't actually even want anybody in the house for a few days until we had somebody come look at it to make sure it was safe to be inside. Right. So we focused on my mom's house and getting her together, and we made a cry for help, and we were answered. I mean, my daughter's a golden girl. She's a senior at Connor High School. We probably had 50 golden girls there, and those girls busted their behinds. They were dirty. They were disgustingly filthy, and they had smiles on their face that were from ear to ear. They just dove right in, ripped flooring up, um, went in the garage, carried furniture, just the nasty, the most foul spelling water you can think of. They were in it, man. They were doing it. And the the support we've gotten from our community is how we keep going because we're okay. We're alive. Our family is alive. Our animals are alive. We are going to be okay. And, but this just shows you no matter what your political stance is, no matter how much money you make, no matter, you know, what you do for a living, what the color of your skin is, you, anyone can be affected by this, but anyone can help and everyone can help and everyone has helped. We have been just amazed at the amount of support we've gotten from our community. Amazed. Wow. Well, Dennis, you've seen houses like that, haven't you? Yeah. Since I've been here, we've seen several in the area. Tell us, before we take our break at the half hour, tell us a little bit about you. Who are you? Well, my name's Dennis LaVorne. I'm from uh, Anniston, Alabama. Uh, my wife and I do a lot of uh, uh, missionary work. We've been to Nepal and Central America and uh, several places to provide clean water to individuals, working with different organizations. And my wife works for FEMA for the Center for Domestic Preparedness in Anniston, Alabama. Uh, we knew that uh, she would be deployed somewhere. We were thinking she was going to come to Texas. So we have some friends that live in Montgomery and they said I could stay out there and, you know, we could stay with them while we're here. And uh, I drove out in advance. And when I came out, my wife got deployed to Hurricane Irma. So she's sitting in Florida (laughs) right now. And I've been here for the last two weeks. She's sitting in a pretty cool part of Florida. Uh, She is in Cocoa Beach. Cocoa Beach. She got a nice place. She's going to go see Jeannie. I dream of Jeannie was in Cocoa (laughs) Beach. (laughs) But uh, I have been blessed to be working with friends of Conroe while I've been out here. I've met some wonderful people, and uh, there's a lot of devastation. There's a lot of work to be done while we're in this area. So what got you involved? Why did you get involved? I just volunteer. I I do what I can uh, for people. I've been blessed to to have good health, to be able to travel, and uh, I just want to volunteer and help somebody out. Can't save everybody, but I can save one at a time. And what made you show up to try to get help, you know, to help us, the Friends of Conroe Relief Center? Uh, my friends, Jean and Dorothy, the ones that I'm staying with, uh, she was actually reading on the website following Friends of Conroe. And she said, look, they've got an event. They're going to be loading up stuff on uh, on Monday when I got here. And uh, so I just showed up at Friends of Conroe so I could volunteer somewhere. And it just worked out to be a perfect fit for me. 
Folks, I can attest to the fact that this guy is there six days a week. Um, he gets there. He gets there before I do. Um, I sometimes maybe stay later doing other things because still a lot of what we were doing, not as much now, but a lot of what we were doing was putting out multiple Facebook pleas for for supplies and different things. And of course, at first it was clothing and food and toilet paper and things like that. And that's all still needed. But then it went to cleaning supplies when people could get back in. Then a lot of people say, and you've heard it, we've had these discussions. Well, pretty much everybody's taken care of. Pretty much everything's done now. And it's not. Just yesterday, I posted pictures last night that Kevin Brady's staff members took, Christy, Elizabeth took. Uh, there was one picture of two cars, one sandwiched against the tree, crushed or partially crushed, and a mobile home on top of them. There's other ones. I think you went out to Pastor Joaquin. Did you? Did, were you? Did you go out to Pastor Joaquin? I, I didn't make it out there, but there's still homes out there that are underwater. The people haven't been able to get inside and, and see the damage yeah. out there yet. Yeah. And there's some homes that are gone. They asked somebody where their home was, and they said somewhere between there and the Gulf of Mexico. Mm -hmm. The river took it. The Trinity River took it. So I'm not trying to exploit their pain, folks. This is not what this show's about. But you got to remember, it ain't over. And Tara, how long is it going to be before you get into that house if you went into that house? We won't be going See, back you into the house. Go to There's the no house. way. Um, we are um, looking to buy a new house. Um, so is there a lot of other people. <laughs> um, we also had three rent houses on our same street that were just destroyed by the, the uh, flooding as well. Um, two of which we haven't even opened the doors yet. We haven't had a chance to. Um, so there's that. Um, we're going to be, we're moving in with my mom this weekend. We're going to be staying with her. She's, uh, getting new floors this weekend. So we'll be back in that house, at least all seven of us, you know, nice and tight in there. <laughs> <laughs> but see folks, that's the other thing too. She's got to look to buy a new house and then she's got to replace everything. We, we talked via messenger yesterday mm -hmm. about your friend. Mm -hmm. And that's why I said, let the relief center, let us help your friend and you at least with, with something, you know, because folks, People like Tara and thousands upon thousands and thousands and thousands of other people like Tara are going to have to buy everything, a toothbrush, toilet paper, deodorant, I mean, combs for your hair. You know, people lost basic jewelry. They might have saved their expensive stuff, but we take it for granted. What about just costume jewelry, necklaces, clothing, that special T-shirt? I mean... Well, what, and what about like school supplies for your, your, your oh, kids? You know, <laughs> my daughter texted me yesterday. She had a summer reading book that she had to read and annotate all summer. And we have it. It's in storage. But if you'd see that storage, there's no way we're going to find a book in there. Um, at least we think it's in storage. We're not 100% even sure really at this point where it's at. But she needs it Monday for school. And I said, well, let's make some phone calls because there's no way I'm going to take everything out of that storage just to see if there's one book in there. But you know, it's, it's little stuff like that that you don't even think about. Like we have a football game tonight. Yeah. I have 37 Conroe high school t-shirts. I mean, I, I'm sure at least I have two that people have given me so that I can, you know, support my school tonight. And you know, it's just, it's those little things that you just go, Oh, I, and you I have to get that. back to normal. So you, do. you need to get to the football game. Yeah. And Kaylee, she, she's an officer, right? She is. She's a social president. So she's got to it, She's got to just be a leader. And mm -hmm. she is a leader. She is. Folks, Kaylee is an amazing young woman. Uh, there's that, Well, we're going to have a show one day mm -hmm. uh, with you and Kaylee and Lindsay and Laylee. Because mm -hmm. that, that that's, that's a cry story. Jake's over there laughing. He's like, Nathan hadn't cried in a week or two. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a Christ story. It'll do it. Yeah. All right. We've got to take our break at the half hour, folks. We're going to do traffic, weather, stuff like that. When we come back, we're going to go over and talk to Dennis some more. We're going to talk to Dennis. And Dennis, I want you to tell us what you have seen for the past two weeks. Between the volunteers, between the people that have come in, loading, unloading, Kevin Brady staff, just talk about your last two weeks experience when we'll get back. Cool. We'll do. All right, folks. You listen to Montgomery County Live. So Nathan is ready on Low Star Community Radio. We'll be right back.
Attention movie lovers, The Ticket Stub is a new radio show servicing Montgomery County that is meant for you. The Ticket Stub is available live every Thursday at noon on FM 104.5 and 106.1, as well as anytime on IRLoneStar.com. Connor and Dick will let you know what's coming out in the theater, what is worth streaming, and what's going on in the world of film. The Ticket Stub, your home for movie talk. Hey, Montgomery County, it's me, C.C. Holmes, and I would personally like to take this time to invite you, that's right, you, to join me every Saturday and Sunday from 3 until 7 p.m., where I will bring you the very best, the very best of smooth jazz, classic jazz, and indeed, yes, the soulful sounds of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. So come along and get jazzy with me, that's right, jazzy, (laughs) right here. Of course, on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM or worldwide at IRLongstar.com. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas on IRLongstar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5. 106.1. All righty, tidy folks, we are back. Ezra Charles leading us in with some boogie boogie. I saw Tara there. Camera didn't catch it, but she was dancing. She's got that golden girl move going on. Kaylee taught her. <laughs> she, she is good. She's been doing it for a while. She, I mean, I hate to say it. I'm not going to call out any names because I don't know any names, but there was a competition last year because one of their outfits was kind of genie-ish pants or something, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah, it was the Gigi dance. Oh, my God. Elite she, she can catch air. Mm-hmm. She can catch some serious air. She can. And, folks, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I mean, she can jump really high. And she can do the legs and flip <laughs> and the arms and stuff and then come down and land on all twos. I would come down and land on one flip over. All right, Dennis. What have you seen? Talk, talk about some of the things, the, the highs and lows, the positives, the negatives, but what are some of the things that have impacted you over the past two weeks? Oh, the, the highs are just being here and being able to volunteer with a great group of people, like I said earlier. Um, I found out that they were accepting volunteers. The first day that I showed up, Nathan was the first person there, and I asked who was in charge, and he put me right to work. <laughs> and I've been working yeah, ever I wasn't since. in charge either. That's what's funny. <laughs> But there's just a great group of people up there just busting their tails every day to get those trucks unloaded and loaded and uh, find the different locations where people are in need and, and just crying out for somebody to come out and deliver something. Uh, probably the, the worst story I found so far was uh, a community where they didn't have any food, and one morning they were eating relish packets for breakfast. And we were able to show up there with a truck full of stuff that day. Was that Romeo or was that Shepherd? That was uh, Romero. Yeah, we've been going to uh, recently, like, not so much us going, well, you yesterday and today, but some people passing through from Austin have helped put together Romare, Shepherd, Cold Spring, and some other little towns around there, um, little mini distribution centers, because a lot of them, there was nothing. Exactly. But, uh, you know, there's so many more communities that I'm sure are still affected that don't have any, that still, they don't even have the relish packets for breakfast right now. Uh, so there's lots of people that need help out there. It's not over yet. Uh, you just got to get the word out, and everybody needs to come out and do something. It, it doesn't matter what it is. Everybody can do something. You can pray. You can volunteer. Absolutely. You can donate money. You can smile at somebody coming in the door. Everybody can do something. Well, in some of the pictures, there's so many people have come from everywhere. We, we had people show up, just show up from Arkansas, two women showed up from Arkansas with a trailer full of stuff and a truck full of stuff and then stayed for three days to volunteer and got frustrated because they couldn't find any houses to go out and demo. We knew some places, but we, they were so new to us. We didn't know the safety level. Mm -hmm. We didn't know whatever. And they're like, hello, we can take care of ourselves. So we sent them out and they did that, but they did so much. They made, they made deliveries out to, Plum Grove, all out to East County. But we've had them come in. We had some group from Tennessee come in and drop off stuff. We had a 
groups from Dallas, people from New York sent stuff, Chicago, Minnesota, um, you know, Minneapolis, Arizona, San Diego, golly, just not North Carolina, Virginia, so many places people just bring in stuff in. They wanted to make a difference, so they sent stuff in. And so many people, you know, coming back. Um, Vel, what's her name? Kelby Drew is going to be back at the center when we get there. She's got a place in Willis Yoga, teaches yoga. She's a beast, dude. You talk, She outworks me and him together. <laughs> dude, I mean, and she's not a brute. She's a cute little, you know, little yoga instructor. Holy cow, she can throw water, man. She can throw cases of water, but it's just amazing because it's been, it's been just such a mix of people. And again, not trying to play on the hurt, but folks, those people that came through Austin to help out a week ago and now they're back, they posted pictures day before yesterday, somewhere out in the Cold Spring, Romare, you know, Living's, Lake Livingston area. It, just picture this. Picture the lake cresting. And then down below the lake, it's really low and marshy and there's and houses and stuff. And then it goes back up again. So it's kind of like a little ditch on top of the riverbank. Well, there's a lot of those areas. They filled up with water. And now there's a lake. So now you picture, a, a, you know, a couple of hundred acre lake. And until that water dries up, because it's several feet deep and there's houses in it. So those people haven't even gotten back in yet. And when it sits in that water for that long, it's toast. Mm -hmm. It's toast. So, and if we, if she saw that one spot, what about the other spots that aren't seen? Mm -hmm. What about the other East Texas, Piney Woods? That's some marshy ground, you know? So just Dennis, you hit the nail on the head, man. Just pray. Post some positive things on Facebook. If you see somebody having a rough day crying out on Facebook, because we always wear a mask, and every now and then we lose it, and we go, Arr. well, that doesn't mean that they're really mean or bad. It means they're having a bad day, you know? Is there any anything that you saw out there that um, you just didn't expect? Or have you have you seen enough disaster relief and, and things that— I, I've been to several different areas. I've been to Nepal. I've been to Sandy in New York, uh, tornadoes in Alabama. Uh, nothing caught me off guard. It, it's— I'm not trying to be hard or anything, no, no, but no. there was just a lot of devastation out there. It's, uh, like I said, going to take a long time to get over. Do you see, I think part of the, the big deal about this and why I don't want to let the stories from the storm stop, you know, mix, not every day. Don't need to scream about it every day. That gets old. And the schools, the kids, the like I know my children, ask them like every couple of days how they're doing. Not every day. They need They need a break. The, the kids in the schools need a break. They're, they're asked every hour on the hour by different teachers and students, how you doing? I seen your house every day. So give them a little bit of a break. The kids, the, the parents, we'll talk about it all day long. That's fine. Give the kids a little bit of a break. That's a good point. Yeah. Was that what Kaylee was talking about? It was. <laughs> <laughs> every hour, you know, they change classes every hour. So it's a different set of students. It's a different teacher. And every single one of them. Every day. You know what? I seen your house. Call Weatherly. Yeah. Well, they, they're working on it. And even... and, and Well, not in a bad way, but I mean, that's a good point. Right. They're, they mean well, and the teachers care, but they're just not understanding. Right. And and what parents need to let their their kids know is, is it's okay. I mean, everybody had a, has a story from that storm. But when a child is sitting behind another child and they're having a conversation and they're like, you know, we didn't have Wi-Fi for four days and... We didn't, you know, we didn't have power and we lost all the food in the fridge and, and the kid behind them is standing there and they don't have a house. They don't have clothes. They don't, they're sleeping on the floor. They may not have said anything, but there are kids out there that aren't going to talk about it. Yeah. So just keep it to a minimum in yeah. the school. Keep it positive in the school. These kids need to get back to a normal. Yeah. They need to get back to a normal routine of fun and support and school and homework and, you know, learning. So Keep it to a minimum in the school just a little bit. Yeah, that's a good point. I've got a friend. Well, Sarah over here at Cowtown Couture, very prideful in a, in a, in a, in a good way, meaning she, she just too much, too much pride, though. They lost her house. Gone. Her and her two daughters. And they rented an apartment, but it's just not looking good for them. Mm -hmm. And they're just sleeping on the floor. That's 
you know, and they just thought they could get by. So we were able to get her some air mattresses. And it's, it's so, it kind of stinks. I mean, I felt like an idiot offering a friend of mine air mattresses. And she said, absolutely, we'll take them. Mm -hmm. I'm just, it's just, God, you know, it just, to, when you do that to a complete stranger, we know we're doing good. But when you have to do that to a friend, it just. I have a really, mm. really good friend of mine who's, who, um, four of her best friends lost pretty much everything they have and she's fine and she struggles daily with that exact thing. You know, I, I need to do more, but there's just so much that you can do right. just by sending a quick text message. Yeah. Hey, I was at the store or just a funny text message. You see something, you take a you know quick shot of it, send it over <laughs> to him. I seen this. Isn't this funny? Um, just to get their mind off of it for a few minutes. That's, that's the stuff that helps. Um, just, and not constantly, I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to be there. You don't have to donate, you know, food. I mean, everybody, we all need it. Um, but if you can't, that's okay. Just, you know, give somebody a hug, you know, just strike up a conversation with them. You know, that's the, that's the kind of things that we need really bad that everybody wants to help. And it's amazing. And everybody wanted to help in the beginning. And that's great. But there was someone that said that this is a um, a marathon, not a sprint. And that's yep. definitely, definitely the case. We're looking at Christmas before we're going to be in a house. So, wow. And for those disaster relief workers, for anybody that's working out there, if you can take a break, if you can step mm -hmm. away from it, step away from it. Get get your batteries recharged because if you burn yourself out, you're, you're not part of the solution anymore. And be nice. Everyone... <laughs> Everyone just be nice. Yes. Quit yelling at people. They, I was talking. Who's yelling? Well, there was this, the, a female lady actually stopped by our house, I don't know, a week ago. And just to make sure we were registered and, you know, we were all good. And I just kind of struck up a conversation with her. And, I, you know, be nice to these people. They are helping us. You know, they, there, are, there are so many church volunteers out there that are being, you know, people are calling. I, I've talked to so many of them and they said, you know, I understand people are are hurting, but just be nice to yeah. everyone. They, everybody's trying to help. Yeah. The lady at the grocery store that's checking you out that made the mistake, don't yell at her. You don't know if she doesn't have a house. You don't know if she doesn't have a car or what her kids are going through. Just be nice. That goes a long way, I promise. <laughs> now, what do you want us to do? What do you mean? Just be nice? Yeah. <laughs> just be nice. I just wanted to hear it again. Just be nice. I'm so, I'm I'm over the yelling and the screaming and the... You know, I we, understand everybody's bumper tired. Bumper stickers? Yes, yes. Just be nice. Just, Just be, be nice. nice. Oh! I know Harvey was a brat, but be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I just love your attitude. I mean, I've always appreciated you. You know, it's not like we hang out all the time or anything like that, but there's a, this this really brings out a lot. This This, your attitude and your delivery, just, you're an amazing woman. Thank you. I appreciate it. But I should have known that because you can look at somebody's kids <laughs> and it's very indicative. Folks, I'm telling you, we're going to have a show with Kaylee and her mom and another friend of ours, Lindsay, and her daughter, Laylee. Kaylee and Laylee. I know. Should we tell them real quick what it's going to be about? Sure. Okay. Long story short, Kaylee suffers from a disease and what is it called again? It's called complex regional pain syndrome and the person feels pain when there's no pain perceived. And especially in kids, it can be called... Inappropriately or appropriately, like the suicide. Yeah, so it's suicide it's nicknamed the suicide, suicide disease suicide because disease. what happens is, is these kids are in pain. Uh, typically, it starts with a minor injury, um, and they'll start getting pain constantly in that injured area. It can spread to their entire body, and their body will feel true pain. It can be burning pain, stabbing pain, throbbing pain. Um, but there's actually no pain going on. It's like having your hand in the fire, but your hand's not in the fire. You feel it, but it's not actually in there. It's very similar to phantom pain. Um, these kids, uh, pain medicine doesn't touch it. Uh, just dulls them out and makes them like a zombie. Um, nothing helps. You just have to learn to live with it and do physical therapy and and move on. That's it's what you do. And that's why, so my other friend, Lindsay, and her daughter, Laylee, and they said they want to come mm -hmm. on the radio. Laylee develop this let's say and just by happenstance accident of a post you saw no i act we actually had a mutual friend oh, um okay uh lindsay actually used to work for michelle and michelle called me and she said there's That's a there's right. a another little girl kaylee was 11 my daughter was 11 when she was diagnosed laylee was 11 and um 
uh, my daughter was actually bitten by a snake. That's how she contracted it. Layla hit her foot on the coffee table. Yeah. So it can happen, you know, the, the weirdest things. Um, but Michelle said, can you call this mom? She's at her wit's end. Because I remember being there. And so I called Lindsay. And, and then that night, Kaylee called Layla. That's, and and, that, and yeah. they became best friends. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So you've got a 17-year-old girl befriend an 11-year-old girl who's lived with it for six years, learned how to live with it, teaching and mentoring an 11-year-old, mm-hmm. and the mom teaching and mentoring the other mom. Mm-hmm. It's just, and they're both, Laylee and Kaylee are two, they're, they're angels. They are. They're they they are kids. angels walking on earth. If you meet, I'm telling you guys, but if you meet, meet these people, you would say, um, wow, I just I felt different. I mean, that's what you feel like with these two girls. So that's an amazing story, how you met, you're both mentoring each other, and it really helped out Lindsay and Laylee a lot. It helped Kaylee a lot. It reminded her from where she's come from, and even though she still has pain, it reminds her that she's she's gotten better. Even though when the, you know when she starts to have a, a flare up and it's there, she remembers how it was in the beginning. So it's helped her a lot too. It's and it's helped me. It reminded me how far we've come, and and it also, I mean, it showed Kaylee how important it is to give back and to you know she had so many people support her in the beginning, and so now she's supporting someone else and how. How good it feels to to give that back. Yeah. So that's the story we're gonna have. And that that's that's just how this is such an amazing woman. Folks, Tara Trevino, tonight, today, say a prayer for her and her family. And folks, it's not about typing cute things, you know, on Facebook, oh, I'm praying for you and going to just stop. And it can be so simple as five seconds. It can just be a five seconds, hey God. I don't know what's going on with that lady's life, but would you please surround your love and protect that family? Bam, that's it. That's all it's got to be. You know, it doesn't have to be some great big 15-minute long presentation and and stuff. So what are you going to do now? Where's your wife? Cocoa Beach? Cocoa Beach. And when are you going to go see her? I'll be heading out Sunday morning to drive to Florida. We're going to miss you. Looking for a new volunteer gig. (laughs) We could probably help find you one out there. And I appreciate that. I got that. a feeling. <laughs> your wife works for FEMA. I got a feeling she can. She knows where there's some needs. <laughs> so how long do you think you're going to be out there? I, I really don't know how much. Uh, how long we'll stay out there till whenever she's finished and then head on back to Alabama after that. Now, they just opened a new disaster relief center here in downtown Conroe yesterday. So, you know, she could come back here. That'd be great. <laughs> Looking forward to it. I still don't understand. That's great that they... They've got one in Magnolia. That was the first one they had, which is the furthest away from the damage. I know. That never made any sense to me. Whatever. And I'm not mad at FEMA because I know they partner with local government to make those decisions. So I, I still, I'm, I'm, I'm not shy to say it. That made no sense. That was ridiculous. Um, and now they're in Conroe, and that's good. But golly, we need one. East County mm-hmm. needs to have one over there. People say, oh, well, they can get a... F-. I saw where somebody posted... Somebody couldn't get to relief center to get supplies. And they, the, the certain person, the elected official actually told them, well, you can go over here and get stuff. And they said, well, we don't have any cars. And my husband's business lost all their vans. And then this person posted back, well, have you asked your friends? <laughs> I wanted to vomit. I couldn't believe. I bet you they have asked everybody in the world. They're already on Facebook asking for help. Mm-hmm. So folks, like you said, just be nice. If you know somebody's been hurting, pick up an extra loaf of bread. Pick up an extra, you know, package of toilet paper. The Crisis Assistance Center could use it. The Friends of Conroe, not sure when the official close-down date is. It might be tomorrow, you know, after tomorrow. The Crisis Assistance Center services all of Montgomery County and gets limited funds and has a very small volunteer base. There's one or two other places in town or in the county that, that do great work, but they don't service the whole county, and then they get this much money. So I'm rooting. The Friends of Conroe, I'm very proud to say the Friends of Conroe is presenting the Crisis Assistance Center with a check today for, if I'm not mistaken, $14,000. Awesome. Everything that came in, and, and, and we didn't really push it. A lot of people thought we should have pushed our donation site more. And we thought about it, but we just needed the people and we needed the manpower. We needed the goods. So we collected around $14,000 and we're going to present it to them because they're going to be here for the long haul. They're going to carry the needs. And they, we've probably got a bigger volunteer base than they have right now. Just wow. they, they, so we're going to start directing people to go there here pretty soon if we can and, and stuff like that. So, folks, looks like it's time to go. 
Tara, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Dennis, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Folks, Montgomery County Lost Dog, Nathan Arizati. Every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we try to bring you positive. We try to bring you good things. There, there was sadness today, but there's hope, and Tara has hope. And Dennis, when he's out, he provides hope. So I think that's, I think that's the key word to keep doing. Like she said, just be nice, because that's how we can provide hope. So don't give up, folks. I really appreciate you letting me come into your TV land and radio land. Every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. So we can go out and have fun. Remember, Montgomery County Lifestyle, it's your county, your life, and your style. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question, comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936 936- 647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.